This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Patricia Blondheim. Welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast. I'm your host, Patricia Blondheim, and today we have good neighbor, Crystal Skinner. Now, Crystal is a physician and the co-owner at Tushka Direct Primary Care here in Tuscaloosa. Crystal, how are you this morning? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing fine, thank you. Um, Tushka's a little bit different, and I would like you to tell us about your business. Sure. So um, if people notice right off the bat, the name of our business is Tushka Direct Primary Care. That's not a name that we chose in terms of the direct primary care aspect. Um, it is a business model, um, a healthcare business model that really was developed about 20 years ago. So direct primary care has been going on in the United States for a couple of decades now. Unfortunately, in my opinion, Tuscaloosa hasn't seen that until now. Um, so what direct primary care is, is a membership model where someone pays for us is $75 a month for adults, $25 a month for kids. And that essentially covers covers you, right? So you come into the office, there's no co-pays. You know, if I, your kid needs stitches, then we stitch them up. It's not extra. It's all included in that $75 or $25 for kids. Um, so the reason that that is really important and what makes it so different is that we don't charge insurance. We don't file insurance. Insurance is not involved in anything that we do in our office, which really opens the doors to how we see patients, how often we see patients, um, how we communicate with our patients in the traditional model, which is what we are all used to. Unfortunately, you know, if you have an issue that could be handled over the phone or even via text message, then there's no way for that physician or doctor's office to bill insurance for that. Um, some things have changed a little bit since COVID, opening up some doors to telemedicine. But in general, um, that that is not a, a way for businesses in terms of clinics um, to be compensated or reimbursed for their time. With us, it doesn't matter. You text me, you can be sitting at your kid's ball game. You text me, hey, so-and-so fell, what do I need to do? Send me a picture and we handle it over the phone. You never have to leave. I never have to, you know, take more than two or three minutes out of whatever I'm doing. I'm probably at a ball game too, knowing my family. And, you know, we take care of it over, over the phone or, or however is easiest for us, us as in the patient and the provider. Does that mean, Crystal, that you don't have business hours? We probably will have business hours just mainly for convenience and patient, pers you know, conception or perspective, because that's what we're used to, right? Or what are your business hours as eight to five? But we're not hard pressed for eight to five. If you have to be at work at eight o'clock and you wake up with, you know, a sinus infection, we can meet you there at seven, you know, and still get to work on time or still get your kid to school on time or whatever it needs to be. So. Um, yes, we will have business hours, but it'll be very fluid, if that makes sense. Is there also a, an office, you know, not just telephone, but is there an office that you can go to? 
Absolutely. So our clinic is located in downtown Tuscaloosa off of 7th Street. Some people may not be super familiar with exactly in their mind seeing the grid of downtown Tuscaloosa. But if you know where Government Plaza is, which is this time of year coming up, where they have the tinsel trail and the ice skating rink and all that fun stuff for Christmas. And in the summer times, they have the um, concerts on Friday nights and movies and things like that. We're directly across from that. So looking out of our office door, you're looking at the fountain at Government Plaza. Yeah, you're very easy to find. You're right next door to um, Yellow Hammer Candle, right? Yellow Hammer Candle Company. And I think adjacent to Heat Pizza. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, So tell our listeners about your journey. I mean, this is a unique, um, this was a unique thought process for a person who is um, in a medical career. So tell me about your journey. How did you end up in this place? Sure. Um, So let me preface this by saying that uh, I'm co-owner, as I believe you said, Um, my business partner, her name is Molly Gwynn. She's a nurse practitioner in Tuscaloosa. Um, So we're honestly, bottom line, if you get down to the nitty gritty, we're just two moms trying to make it work. You know what I mean? Like trying to keep our lives together, trying to keep our family's lives coordinated and doing all the things that moms have to do. But we both love what we do for a living. We love our jobs, um, but we became very frustrated with the current healthcare system and model. Um, when there's that demand on you to see 25 to 30 patients in a day, and by in a day, that means eight to five with some break for lunch, then that puts a lot of strain and stress. And you take home a lot of work in terms of following up with labs, following up with uh, making sure your clinic notes are done, any imaging, anything like that that needs to be done. So um, it really started to eat away at time that we weren't willing to really sacrifice, which is our families, right? Spending time with our kids. Um, so we kind of scratched our head and was like, what, what can we do to have a good balance, to see patients, to enjoy what we do, and to not get really burn out, which I hate that term because it's overused a lot, but that's essentially the issue. While at the same time, having a good, strong family life, right? Because you can work your life away and lose your family. What does that benefit you, right? Or you can stay at home all the time, which is great for some people and have no professional life. For us, that's just not an option. Like that's just, we're kind of hard headed and a little bit innovative. And so we looked at this direct primary care model and we thought, man, this sort of seems too good to be true, right? Like we can set our own schedules. We can be flexible in our time and still make it to ball games and eating lunch with our kids at school and things like that. So uh, that's really what drove us is the fact that we love medicine. We love seeing patients. We love taking care of people, but we also love to have some freedom to do the things that we want to do outside of our jobs, which is important for all of us. And I think a lot of people would understand that. So I think that's really what, not, I don't want to say pushed us, but motivated us uh, to look into direct primary care. So tell me, okay, just imagine I'm, I'm a regular medical consumer. I know I've got insurance through my job Mm -hmm. and, Mm -hmm. um, that's that's about all I know when I, I go and I make my appointments and sometimes I need an emergency appointment or I get sick. That's all I know about medicine. Why would I choose the direct care model? So 
I've had a lot of people ask me that question. Well, I have good insurance. Well, sad to say, a lot of people think they have quote unquote good insurance and still get stuck with bills on the backside, right? Whether that's co-pays or deductibles or your insurance covering 80%, you have to cover the other 20. So there's, with us, there are no surprise bills two months later, right? If you come in and you need stitches or you're sick and you need some shots, that's you're covered because you pay the $75 a month. Like that's not, there's nothing surprising in terms of bills um, from our clinic. Now, let's go back to the question. Let's say I'm sick and I, I need to be seen. Well, unfortunately, again, going back to the fact that clinics, primary care clinics are really pushed to see 25 to 30 people in a day. That makes it very difficult for most places to have walk-in appointments available when you call, right? So if you call at 10 o'clock in the morning, can I be seen today? More times than not, the answer is no, we don't have any openings. Can you come tomorrow at three o'clock? Well, no offense, but depending on exactly what's going on with you, things could get really bad between 10 a.m. on Tuesday and 3 p.m. on Wednesday. Does that make sense? And so with us, mm -hmm. you call us and say, hey, this is what's going on. Can I be seen or is this something we can handle over the phone? If it sounds like, yeah, this I need to look at this person. I need to really figure out what's going on. Then, yeah, come to the office. The beauty of us being a membership model is that we're not pushed to have two to three thousand patients on our panel, which means that we are responsible of taking care of it's really more like four to 500 max. And so that allows us to one, spend more time with you when you come to the office, not be rushed to be in and out in 10 to 15 minutes. Two, that opens up our schedule, right? So if we're not overloaded with patients trying to get in to see us, then we're going to be able to see you. Right, right. And let's, um, kind of unpack a little bit. I mean, my next question would be mis myths or misconceptions. And I kind of led you mm -hmm. down this path with a purpose to completely co-op that, that question from you. That's fine. <laughs> so sorry. But, That's okay. but this, this has a lot to do with uh, transparency inside of medicine. Yes. Yes. And medicine is the only place really that I can think of offhand, just off the top of my head, where you walk in and you have no idea what it is you're buying. You are just agreeing that whatever that price is, you're going to pay it. And you really don't have a right. say in it and you don't have any, and you don't have any way to be aware of what that is. Um, exactly. and that, has, that has caused a lot of problems in, uh, I think societal problems, people not trusting medicine, people not making themselves available to, um, to, 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 you know, have proper medical care um, because they're afraid of what's going to happen on the back end, the unknowable part of it. And that is what direct care is doing. Direct care is um, creating a transparent business model where, and of course there's going to be variables because you can't do everything. But sure. within the realm of what, you know, your family medicine, your primary care role, people are going to be aware of what the cost is. And I think that's huge, Crystal, don't you? Yeah, that's a really big deal. Like uh, you 
I know people at home or listening cannot see me, but people who know me, I feel like can look at me and be like, wait, you're a doctor, right? Because I don't feel like I fit the mold. Okay. I have short hair. It's salt and pepper. That's what the good Lord gave me. I have tattoos. I wear comfy clothes all the time, you know, so I'm not the suit and tie type of person. I never have been. And unless something changes in my heart, I don't know that I ever will be. But one thing that everyone knows is that like what you see is what you get with me personally. And that's why that's exactly what direct primary care is. You know, if you come in and you need something, there's again, there's no surprises. I think the only surprise that I would expect anyone to have from direct primary care is for them to be surprised at how simple it is. If that makes sense. Yes, I exactly. Personally would not go to a restaurant and sit down and order off a menu that has no prices on it. Some people do that, right? And there's people that do that and that's their life, you know. But I I have three kids and a mortgage and car payments just like everybody else, right? And so I need to know how much something costs because we have a budget and we need we don't need surprises. You know, I don't want to get full on a meal and then get the check at the end of it and say, okay, well, now I owe $500 for this food that I could have gotten somewhere else that was probably just as good um, for a much lesser price, right? With the end result being I'm full and yeah. I'm satisfied and I got what I needed. So. Right, right. So um, I also need to factor in that um, because I've, I've completely co-opted your podcast now, but I feel really You're strongly okay. about this. I, I love my doctor. My doctor is a good doctor. My doctor spends time with me. My doctor is, is amazing. However, my experience in the office is because my doctor works off of an insurance model and is a conscientious doctor and spends time with his patients. Um, I can spend two to three hours. In fact, I know when I make an appointment, I have to bank in three or four four hours to know for my appointment. And um, that is not a commentary on him as a doctor. That's a commentary on um, the insurance model and what is necessary in order for my doctor to make that work. Um, so right. my time is worth a lot of money um, to me, right? Right. That's how right. I, that's how I make my living and pay my Absolutely. mortgage. So to me, the idea that I could pay $75, right? And I could know that when I go in, I'm going to have a reasonable wait. I may have to wait for 20 minutes, a half an hour. You know, possibly if something tragic or unbelievable has happened in your life, I might have to wait an hour, but it's not going to, but that's not going to be what I have to bank in. I can come, I can pretty much say I can come in and out and do what I need yes. to do or yeah. So it's huge. Every time I go to the doctor, it's a huge expenditure for me in time. Right. And you're saying right. that's yeah. not the case with you. Absolutely. Um, you know, will there be times that are unpredictable where you have an appointment to see us at, you know, 1030 and something very unexpected comes up? Sure. You know, life is unpredictable. But I think the rule of our clinic will be if your appointment is at 1030, there's no other patient in that building that I'm seeing, talking to, visiting with at 1030. But you. And so right. that is that that is a huge deal 
time is the one thing that none of us can get back. So it doesn't matter if you're a doctor or you're a teacher or who you are, what you do. Your time is valuable and it's no more valuable than mine. mine. Me being a doctor does not make my time more valuable than anyone else. So that's one thing that really frustrates me is that people have to, unfortunately, in the current model, sit for a very long time to be seen for a very short time or to be told, I'm sorry, we only have time to address two of your problems today. Right. Because who in the world, if I sit and write down the problems in my life can stop it, too. Right. 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 I mean, I think most people sit in their doctor's office and they might have a list if they're very conscientious. I try to keep a list. Right. But but, um, but I'll always remember a couple of things that were not on my list. And I'll just mention <laughs> right. Them. Right. I'm that kind of patient. Crystal. Right. Well, that's OK, because the, from from the patient perspective, there's this mindset of. I don't know when I'm going to be able to sit and be have an audience of one with this physician provider again. So I need to make my needs known. Right. I need to lay this out there and then try to figure out what needs to be done. And, you know, and it's we're just trying to cram so much into a short, such a short period of time. And I think that the two main people that that are at a disadvantage is, number one, the patient. And number two, the provider, because most of my colleagues that I've talked to are frustrated at the model, are frustrated that we can't address everything at one visit and then bring you back in two weeks and address other things or check in on how those things are going. Can you make follow up appointments with a traditional provider? Yes, absolutely. But you're still it's not going to give you more time. It's going to take more time away from your life. And I have told people since I was a resident, like there's better places for you to be than sitting in front of me. There's more impressive people for you to see. There's more important people in your life for you to spend time with. I should not be so valuable that you have to spend half a day just waiting to see me for 15 minutes, you know? And that's just my opinion, not because I think less of myself, but because we're all equal and we all have things to do outside of, of, getting a checkup. Right. And, so, and we're not okay. saying the physicians in this, in this community, as a rule, do not feel like their time is more valuable. They're just working Absolutely. inside right. of the insurance model. And that's what the insurance yes. model requires of them. But um, so I'm going to switch, I'm going to switch, um, I'm going to switch, you know, gears here and ask you about what you mm-hmm. do for fun. You've got kids. I mean, that's got to be fun, right? Yeah. 90, 90, Three percent of the time, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> Other seven percent is, you know, bedtime and getting your homework done and all that. But no, no, kids, my my kids and my husband are really the joy of my life, and that's why I like to spend time with them. Um, so, uh, my oldest daughter, she's in the eighth grade, and uh, she plays volleyball and uh, softball, and she's on a, a a really good little travel ball team that uh, is like a second family. So we spend a lot of time outside of home. Um, doing those types of things. And then our our other daughter, she's in fourth grade. And then we have a little boy that's five. So he's in K4 right now. So they're kind of all over the place. But, you know, they're some of my favorite human beings. uh, And so I like to be around them and and just hang out and have fun with them. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. You're, you're living that you're living your best life right now. Can you, um, can you describe maybe, uh, how, as part of your journey, was there a hardship or a challenge that, um, made you a stronger person? Um, well, this, you didn't realize what my answer would be, but this is a very good segue because to me, the hardest part of my life, um, was medical school. And not just because of the fact that med school is very hard and it's very rigorous, but I had two kids before I went to med school. So I had both of my daughters before um, I started my first year of medical school, the year that my oldest daughter started kindergarten. And so that was that was a lot. And so thankfully, you know, I was able to to go to UAB School of Medicine and I commuted my first two years because I didn't want to move with her starting school and then move her back in two years, coming back to Tuscaloosa for third and fourth year of med school. So commuted, which in and of itself was difficult, but that time of having to make myself be away was so hard. Um, I remember probably the lowest point of med school was that first semester back after Christmas break. So we had a couple of weeks and, for two weeks, I felt like a normal person, right? I was at home with my kids and I was, you know, doing all the Christmas stuff. And it was a really fun time. And then go back into med school. And I literally remember sitting in this dark, what felt like dungeon studying stuff that was well over my head and difficult to understand. Looking out the window and it's cold and it's rainy and it's gloomy. And I thought, is this really what I want to do? Like, is this worth it? to be missing so much with my kids, so much with my husband, to be sitting here in a dark room. And on the backside, yeah, I think it was, you know, we anything that's worth doing and worth having is worth the sacrifice, right? Um, so if we have time for a little story, like I said, my oldest daughter, her name's Ruth Ann, she started kindergarten the year I started med school. Well, that means she graduated kindergarten towards the end of that year, right? And so her kindergarten graduation was on like, I don't know, some random Thursday morning or something, right? And I realized that I had a small group scheduled for the same time. And so I asked the person, the doctor that was leading the small group, told him the reason, asked him if I could be excused. They said no but you can come at a different time. And I was like, well, that doesn't help me because I still have to drive an hour. So I'd still miss it. And they were like, well, I'm sorry. So thankfully the school let me come to graduation, like rehearsal the day before. So I'm sitting out watching them do their little rehearsal and uh, taking it all in. And I hear from where I'm sitting, a little boy standing next to my daughter. And he said, why is your mom here today? And she looked at him and she said, she can't be here tomorrow. She's in school to be a doctor. And to me, that really just like she said it with with like matter of fact pride. And it was it it years later. She I mean, she's almost finished with middle school, about to start high school. I remember it as vividly as yesterday. And that really solidified the fact that, you know, I'm not just doing this for me. I'm doing this for my kids. I'm doing this for my family. And I at at that time, really motivated me to, okay, this is just a season in our life. It's going to get better. And it's, it has, it's gotten a lot better. Thank, 
thank the Lord. Those first year, two years of medical school are, uh, are, are rough. And then add kids on top of it. It was, it was just hard. That's a huge mountain to climb crystal. Yeah. So um, we're going to, um, we're going to, we're getting ready to sign off now. And so yeah. is there anything that you want to leave our listeners with about your business? Um, I think one, I think it's already been touched on. I think it was a word that you said earlier is that this is different, right? This model is different, but that's the whole point. And I think we've, we've discussed that really pretty well in these past few minutes. Um, you know, when something's broken, you can either fix it or do something different. And I know that it's strong to say our healthcare system is broken, but I really do feel like it is. Do I think direct primary care will fix it? Not all of it, but I think it's a good solution and a good starting point. Um, and also, please keep in mind that we are family medicine. So that means we see all ages across all age groups. And we do everything from managing your blood pressure, your diabetes, your anxiety, your depression, to doing your pap smears and getting you set up for your colonoscopies and seeing you for sick visits. Anything that you would expect a primary care doctor to do, that's what we do because that's what we are. I mean, I'm a physician. Molly's a very well-qualified, super bright nurse practitioner that's been in family medicine for a while. Um, so I think our team is, is a good team and I think our model is a good model. And I think if Tuscaloosa will give us a chance, then I, you know, I think it's, it's going to be good for, for everyone. Yes. And nurse practitioners rock too. I love yes. them. How can Absolutely. listeners Absolutely. learn more about, they're awesome. So how can listeners yes. learn more, um, or contact you? Um, right now our website is still under construction um but so the main way that we're kind of getting information out there and communicating is through facebook and instagram um you can just search us tushka direct primary care um and we should pop up on our web i mean excuse me on our facebook page we have um our phone number our address if you want to ride by and kind of see where the clinic is feel free to message us at any time feel free to call us the number that's on there is also um uh, a number that you can text. So some people don't like to talk on the phone. You can text us. That's no problem. Um, and we're happy to answer any questions that you have. Y'all, you're going to love Dr. Crystal and just, you know, give it a try. The direct care model is something that is um, up and coming in the world. It is something that is people centric and not insurance centric. So Crystal, it was great. It was great getting to know you. Thank you for stopping by the studio yeah thanks for having me i had thank you for listening to the good neighbor podcast northport to nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show go to gnpnorthport.com that's gnpnorthport.com or call 205-809-4910